Hey guys, it's Taryn Creer. Welcome to another episode of the Heartward Project. I am so excited that you're here. Heartward means to move in the direction of your heart. But how do you do this when you are weighed down with overwhelm and feeling totally burnt out? Well, I'm right there with you. I'm far from having all the answers, but I do get really excited to encourage others on getting out of this phase. So I hope this episode brings just enough positivity to reignite your momentum to move you forward. Listening in, I hope you feel a warm hug. I hope you exhale the burden of feeling overwhelmed. And I hope you start to breathe life back into the motivation you need to build your dream. Now, let's all be heartward. Hey all, before we get started, I wanted to say that this ended up being a little bit longer than I thought it would be, so I did split it up into two parts. I know, I'm sorry, some of you guys are like, oh, I just can't wait to hear the second one. I don't want to wait a week to hear the ending of this show, but it really felt okay in this this episode that I talked through because the second half sort of feels like a different topic, but related to the morning task jar at the same time. So today I'm going to get into the morning task jar and then next week I will expand on a couple more uh, different ways to look at this and it will just be really cool to talk through. So I'm sorry, but here is part one. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me again today. Welcome back to another episode of the Heartward Project. I'm so excited to be talking with you guys weekly and all of the fun things that kind of come to my brain throughout these experiences of trying to get out of my overwhelm and burnout phases. So one thing that I've been doing recently, if you follow me on Instagram, you've been familiar with this, but I have created this process called the morning task jar, which I'll get into in a minute. But I had an experience this morning where I drew something that I had already accomplished. I'm not even, I don't remember what it was maybe it'll come to me, but I drew something that I've already accomplished and I got really excited and I just thought, that's great. I could either dedicate my day to having a free day or I could just celebrate that win and draw another one. So I chose to draw another one and today was making a return to Fleet Farm for a toy that we purchased for my son for Christmas, but then we ended up going a different direction. So now I need to return that and it's just been sitting here and I need to take care of it. So I'm excited to do that it's on the way home from daycare. I think today my dog is not going to join us because we have some evening plans where he'll be at home. So it just, it's, the timing of it just seems to work out. But anyway, by drawing that item that I have accomplished already, which I remember now was buying paint specifically for the upstairs hallway and entryway, which is a week ago I had drawn buy paint for the house and that could be applied to a few different rooms, but I had chosen the upstairs hallway and entryway because I really want to get that done sooner than later. So I thought that was really exciting that I literally drew another piece of paper that talked about buying paint for that area and I had already accomplished it. But that experience has happened a couple times, which is great because it means I'm already achieving these items. But it also means that I have gone through a phase of putting repeat items on my list, which you know, in my brain makes me see this list that is, you know, twice as long, even though a lot of these items might be redundant or repeated and how that contributes, the number of items on this list contribute to, holy cow, I feel so far behind, but really half these items are just duplicates. So I wanted to talk a little bit more about that because I have a few more thoughts on how that impacts you, but also how we can break it down and decide what items on our list need to move forward with us or which ones can stay behind and we can push ourselves forward to the next level and get things done and feel that productivity instead of spending our energy on something that's not really helping us. So I'm really excited 
this is honestly all just kind of coming to me today and I just really feel compelled to share it with you guys. So first, I really want to go through what the morning task jar is, like I mentioned. And if you've been following me on Instagram, you're already familiar with this likely. But what it is, is just this jar, this mason jar that I have at home. And I have taken this really long to-do list that I have and I've broken it up into individual pieces of paper and I fold them and I put them in this jar and then each morning I just come to this jar and I actually get really excited to see what my day is going to be like. I currently work full-time so there's not a lot of free hours during my day but sometimes depending on what the task is like if it's a return returning an item then that's easy to go take care of over lunch something quick and simple like that or maybe I do it you know right before I pick the kids up from daycare at the end of the day. I think I mentioned this all last week's episode as well. I was excited that this morning task jar kind of came to my life and has been helping me out. But if you haven't listened into that one yet, that's what the morning task jar is. I just draw and then each day I take care of an item that has been living on my growing to-do list. So a quick backstory, we just got out of the crazy chaotic holiday season just like most of us go through and then my family went straight into a period of being quarantined because we tested positive for COVID so we had to stay locked down in our house to keep from spreading it to other people and we were just hanging out at home and I just kept coming up with all of these things that I wanted to take care of but I couldn't do it. I wanted to return all these items. I wanted to go buy paint for our inside of our house. I wanted to go do all of these things that were just ultimately overwhelming me because I I was stuck. I couldn't do anything. So what I found myself at the end of this period doing was looking at this list of things to do and I would go days before I would even do something. And these things might be really easy, but the list in one single place with all these things on it completely overwhelmed me. So that's when I created this morning task jar where I had given myself a period of time to try and pick and choose which ones I wanted to take care of. But Lists are always growing. Every day you could add more things that come to your mind or more things that come up in your life or your workday or whatever that you need to handle and take care of. And so that allows for you to continue to skip over some of these items that have been on your list forever. For me, I have needed to go to the DMV for a long time to take care of something and I just have no desire to go to the DMV. I mean, who enjoys spending their time there? So I have the DMV tag in my morning task jar and I have been dreading the day that I draw it but I know that it is going to feel so good to make my plan handle the paperwork do everything I need to do to get this DMV item behind me and taken care of and it will be great because that's going to be the only thing that I need to focus on for that day and then once I get through it it's going to feel like amazing like such a a relief (laughs) from going through this to-do list some of them are fine returns at target whatever but this dmv one i know it's in the task jar and i know it's coming so i just i'm just thinking about it but anyway little tangent i have been drawing from this jar for like a week and a half now almost two weeks i didn't do it last week and i probably won't do it again this weekend because we've had family plans which is so fun and it's totally fine to not be productive like that on the weekends but anyway it has helped me take on a whole lot of items that i had on my list and i was quite frankly just avoiding them 
So sometimes in the morning, I draw from the task jar, and my husband loves doing it too because he is type A. He's all about uh, seeing what my day is I'm going to accomplish and feeling really good about it. So he gets really excited about drawing from this task jar. We've talked about him starting his own because he's got a list of things that he wants to take care of too. So it's really kind of fun just to draw from this task jar and see how you're going to spend your day, or at least you know how your day is going to feel like an accomplishment for you. So this morning was when I drew that buy paint item that I mentioned earlier in this episode, but it really got me thinking about how overwhelmed I had been feeling likely because I had repeated so many of the same list items and I I didn't have a clear, straightforward process when I needed to do something where on what list would I write that. So the fact that I had more on my list, which I mean, I really do have a lot who doesn't, but these are items that are repeating, which means I'd see them in multiple places. They'd cross my mind multiple times. And then the amount of times I wouldn't do them, I'd see myself falling short of productivity again. And ultimately it was just contributing to my overwhelm, which I didn't even know because a lot of times I didn't realize that I had already written by paint for my hallway and entryway. And yet, I would see it multiple times and it would always feel awesome when you would revisit a list and go through it and say, sweet, I've already done three of these things. But before you got to that, you were hitting a phase where you felt like you had so much more to do because you would continually write the same item over and over. I think I mean a little redundant myself, but you guys are following, I hope, and probably can relate to doing this. So tell me, how many times do you write a new list because it feels achievable, but really you are just repeating so many items from either the previous day's list or the lists that you can't find because your house might be all out of sorts, which is also contributing to your mental overwhelm, but you are just writing a new list. You feel like it's starting to kind of center your brain and calm it and make sense of everything floating around in there. But why does writing it out feel productive? Why do we spend time thinking about organizing our to-dos and making a plan even when we don't follow through on those plans? Why do we feel like we are achieving something by rewriting our lists? I hope you guys can relate to this. If not, just enjoy listening in. For me, this is a huge reason I go back and forth from digital to-dos to my handwritten pen and paper to-dos. I love making a process. Like this example, the morning task jar that bubbled up out of nowhere to help me get ahead of everything that was kind of swamping me. I just love making new processes and designing them and creating them. And then I can't wait to share them with you guys like this morning task jar I've been sharing just to see if something can resonate with you to make you feel like you have, you know, taken control back over your life or wherever you're feeling swamped and overwhelmed like it can just open up this idea that you can create a plan or a a type of action that's going to help walk you through these things and with this morning task jar it really doesn't overwhelm you because you don't get to you don't get the freedom of picking which item or we go through so much decision fatigue every day 
you know, little things, deciding what you're going to wear. You've all heard this spiel, I'm sure. Or deciding what you're going to eat and then having to make the effort of making that dinner or whatever it is. But deciding how you're going to spend time with your kids to make sure that they have fun and they have a way to spend their energy so they don't start turning into, you know, tired or grumpy little kids because they're bored. Things like that. These are all things that contribute to your decision fatigue. So now if you stare at this really long list of items that you have to do that already feel overwhelmed and then you feel like you can't even make a decision, the morning task jar that I created takes that responsibility or that ability away from me to decide what I get to do. And instead, I just have to focus on one a day. I know that these are things that I can't keep putting off. And so I'm just forcing myself to comply with what I draw and take care of it. There's been times where I've had to redraw something because it just really wasn't going to work out that day of the week. And that's totally fine. There's no rules to any of these things that I put in place. Any of these things that I do for myself in my life, anything related to the Heartward Project, there's no rules. I just want you guys to have kind of this base foundation or this way of going about some of these things that make you feel overwhelmed so that we can get through it. Okay, back to the topic. So why do we feel like we are achieving something and being productive by simply rewriting our lists? For me, like I mentioned, this is a big reason I go back and forth from digital lists to pen and paper lists and then back to digital lists. I love making processes. I love spending time organizing what is going on in my brain. But I started realizing that I was spending a lot of time and energy creating these new processes and templates, which again, I think is a great way for me to spend my time just knowing what I do and how I do it. But it was really giving me a reason and a way to avoid attacking some of this list. So if you guys are at a similar point where you would just rewrite your list and, you know, put it on a new piece of paper, something fresh, get rid of all the things that have already been crossed off and just see it in a brand new light. Like that's great. But I just lovingly want to call you out and myself out because spending time doing something you've already done that doesn't actually achieve anything for you, it feels really good to do that because you feel organized, but you really need to push yourself out of that rhythm. It's going to feel uncomfortable, but you need to find a way to do that So you put an end to spending your time and energy on remaking your list and a plan and stop letting that vibe feel like it's a positive accomplishing thing for you and start pushing yourself, challenge yourself to instead tackling an item on that list. Some of you are listening in like, wow, is it really that difficult to go through a list of things to do? (laughs) And some of you are listening in thinking, oh my gosh, has she been the fly on my wall. This sounds exactly how I handle my to-do lists. So if that's you, I just want to let you know that I'm right there with you. You and I might be the only two people on this entire planet Earth that do this, but man, it is just something that I have been challenging myself to get out of this habit of spending my time and energy trying to make a new plan that doesn't even get put into action. So really nothing is getting finished. And that's that's the issue, you guys. That's what contributes to the overwhelm because whether or not that list grows, it does get heavier as time passes if you don't take any actions toward it. So we just want to take one step at a time, 
do one thing at a time. And right now that morning task jar is amazing because you just take one item. You don't get to choose. You don't get to debate it. You just draw it. And that's what you're going to take care of. So that's really great. Something I've been thinking a lot about lately is the idea of never achieving 100% of the items on your, your list or your plate of things to do. So you tackle the big ones and you keep moving forward. And sometimes the small ones fall off the way again, but you keep moving forward without them. They're things like, you know, right now I finished the bookshelves on my wall and we had to drill extra holes to try and find the studs behind the two layers of sheetrock because my stud finder is not strong enough or smart enough to locate the two by fours behind two layers of sheetrock. It was so annoying. So we kept making holes and then we would go around the other side of the wall and we'd look through our laundry room, which was um, exposed to the two by fours. We could see if a new screw was appearing through those two layers of sheetrock. And if it if it wasn't, then we knew we had hit the two by four. And, you know, we could tell a little bit with the drill because it would like get, um, you know, more difficult to screw something into a two by four than just straight through the the drywall. But anyways, we ended up with more holes on this wall not a whole lot more, but there's holes there. And so I called it finished. This bookshelf is hung. It has, it's maxed out already with all the books because we desperately needed a home for all of these books to live. And it's completely maxed out. And it's great because we, it's like pretty much exactly what we need for our house. That worked out really well. But when I look at that wall, I still see a few small things on my to-do list that never got finished. I never came back through and patched those holes. I never came back through and my eraser couldn't handle some of the pencil marks. So I just wanted to take a, a small little paintbrush and just kind of paint over and blend that in with the paint that's already on the wall. And these are examples of some of these small task items that have fallen off my wagon and I've moved forward without them. So it's interesting because you may be leaving behind these small items that feel like, well, yeah, you don't have to do it because the bookshelf is functioning and the walls are fine. They're not going to crumble because they have a couple extra holes in them. But when I look at it, it doesn't feel finished yet, but it is because the bookshelf is usable. So you guys are you guys are understanding where I'm at, where if I wouldn't have hung that third bookshelf for this whole system I have on my wall it would feel like I'm not even done with the project yet. But in addition to hanging that third bookshelf, I also had on this list, patch those holes, paint over the, the walls, paint over the spackle after you patch it. Um, there's a bunch of black screws being used and they're white shelves. So you can see some black dots on the white and I want to maybe figure out a way to cover up the black so it just doesn't stand out as much. I, don't, I haven't decided for sure on that yet, but you get the idea. But as soon as I hung that third bookshelf, I called the project done, but really not every single item on my to-do list was crossed off. So we need to figure out when we can call something done and are we going to be okay with letting these tiny items fall off the wagon or not? All right, you guys, sorry to cut you off right there, but that felt like a really good place to end it for this week. I know that I continue on right with this conversation into the next week's episode, but I just didn't want to make it too long for one week and really the second half of this kind of feels like a subject on its own so I'm really excited for that to kind of be launching by itself next week. So stay tuned if you guys are very encouraged by this morning task jar or something like that. Please reach out to me. I'd love to know how this is helping you get through your phases of feeling overwhelmed and burnt out and just tackling these daily items, these things that feel like they take over 
your mental capacity. And the again, the more that we can walk forward and through all of this, the more our brain is able to open up into these creative efforts or these extra tasks that you want to be spending your time doing, we create more space when we are moving forward. So I just love sharing all this with you guys. Again, if you think somebody else would relate to this, please share this episode with them. And otherwise, I look forward to continuing this conversation next week. Hope you guys have a good one. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening in. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe to the Heartward Project podcast and share it with others. If you have any questions or comments or anything you'd like me to talk about in one of these episodes, please feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at The Heartward Project. I'd love to hear from you. And if you would like to hang out with some of the other audience members, we have a Facebook group where we'd love to have you join in on the fun. We talk about anything from managing overwhelm and burnout to the latest creative project somebody is tackling and everything in between. Reach out to me or visit the show notes if you're interested in that. Thank you so much for being here and I hope you have a great rest of your day. See you next time.